Welcome to the First Mentor Podcast. Here, you will hear us talk about a variety of topics for the entire family that will hopefully spark a discussion, create a new curiosity, or simply teach you something new. The goal is to inspire you to learn life skills and soft skills not taught in school and prepare you to live an extraordinary life. Come on and spend some time with us on your commute to school or anytime you're free. Hello, mentees and family of mentees. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the First Mentor Podcast. And this is your host and mentor, Vanessa Yang. Now it's time again to gain some wisdom from our past guests and learn what advice they would have for the teenager versions of themselves. If you liked episodes 50, 95, or 100, it's definitely another one that you can't miss. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to them yet, make sure to check them out. I also wanted to share with you that over the past few months, I had the privilege of meeting so many young people, whether it's through organizations such as the Dragon Kim Foundation, LEAP, Legacy Youth Leadership, or through First Mentor Street's very own workshops. I really have to admit that I'm blown away by the passions abilities, and talents these young leaders have exhibited. I was really nowhere near where they are today when I was a teenager. So all of you have truly inspired me, and you will probably see some of them being invited as my guests for future podcast episodes, so stay tuned for that. And if you haven't heard about First Mentor Street's workshops yet, make sure to check out our website, firstmentorstreet.com, which is the number one stmentorstreet.com or our Instagram or Facebook accounts, First Mentor Street in the next few weeks so you can see some updates on the workshops coming up in the fall and beyond. Now, circling back without further delay, enjoy tips from our prior speakers on what they wish they would have known and started implementing in their younger life. Remember episode 101, where Trevor Ramos talked to us about college scholarships and financial aid? Let's see what advice this financial advisor has to share with our youth. So I wanted to ask you, if you had a chance to talk to young Trevor, who's maybe 16, 17 years old, knowing what you know right now, what would you have told him to maybe do differently or prepare differently for the journey ahead of you? So I would have told myself, whatever you're trying to accomplish with, with your life, just know that it will take time and every day do something that will take you closer to that goal. Um, get comfortable, act like you're going to be here for a while and set yourself up for what your vision is and keep moving towards it. Don't forget what it is. When you're only 16 years old and, and I tell you that something's going to take 10 years, you're, you're looking at it as that that's that's half my life. That's, that's more than half my life. That's like right. You can't look that far ahead. But uh, all the things that you really want out of life are, for the most part, are things that cannot be accomplished in a weekend. They, they take years. So you want to just one step at a time. They say, how do you how do you eat elephant one bite at a time? You look at ants and they're able to build these large hills just one grain at a time. 
you know, and that's that's how I look at it. You know, is just you know be patient and to to get comfortable and and, and expect this journey to, to take a while, but you know that you'll see progress in the meantime, and 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 that you'll hit milestones that let you know that you're on the right track. Mm, I love it. That's wonderful. I think it's really patient is definitely a virtue that a lot of us are losing. So good one there. <laughs> Don't you just love how Trevor shared how sometimes you just need to be patient because what you want to accomplish in life could take years, but make sure you work on it every day. I've heard people tell me before, if it's easy, everyone would do it. So give yourself some grace and don't give up when something is important to you and it just feels impossible to achieve. But be consistent and keep working on it or practicing. Whether you want to learn a new language, master a sport, build a new connection, or a future career that you love. I'm actually currently reading the book The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. In the book, Hardy basically talks about how you have to consistently make little steps or progress towards your goals just to succeed. So you could probably relate to that. Now let's jump to the advice of our next guest, Sarah McElroy from episode 99 and 106, where she talked about how to plan for your future career that feels fulfilling. Let's hear what tips for setting your life up for success Sarah has in store for us. As I mentioned to you before, Sarah, you know, this podcast and everything I'm building is really based on the story of that I wish somebody would have taught me certain things when I was younger. Now, if you had the chance to speak to a young teenage Sarah, what is one advice you would probably give her to build the life, you know, with all the things you know right now and to really become the best version of yourself and a great global citizen? It would be trust yourself, Sarah. You know, you know what is right for you. And I think I would go back and I would give her a hug, honestly. Aww. That person would be the, the girl that felt like she had to, I was the straight A's valedictorian, achieve, prove that I'm worthy type. And what I would want to do is just go back and give her a hug and let her know she's doing amazing. She is valuable and worthy regardless of what she produces or how much she achieves. I mean, there's certainly, those are all very noble accolades, of course, that I, I was proud to earn at the time. But I was doing it more so from a place of feeling like I had to, to prove and show to the world that I was worthwhile and capable. And I would rather she would have known that she could have just done those things for herself and then could have done other things that were like fun and exploring more, playing more to see what she wanted. I mean, maybe I would have become an entrepreneur sooner, honestly, if I trusted myself more and I built a deeper relationship and connection with that gut instinct of mine, because it's been going, I mean, like I said, it's been, it's <laughs> yeah. been shouting at me for, for decades and I ignored it for a really long time. And so, yeah, trust yourself is what I would tell her. Great advice. So hopefully our audience takes it to heart too, and learn to trust yourself at a younger age. Trust yourself. What a great message. And this is so, so important. I can totally relate to this. 
When I was younger, I tend to make decisions using mainly logic or theory. You know, if you talk about your head versus your heart, it was always the head that won. I should and would and could do this and that, but then when I grew older and had more life experience, my gut feeling and the heart started speaking up louder. And over time, luckily, the heart and gut. Had a bigger say in the decision-making progress. What I also heard from Sarah is to have some balance in life. Now, for your overachievers and perfectionists out there listening to this episode, you know who you are. Go have some fun. Be kind to yourself and slow down at times to really hear what your heart has to tell you. You'll be happier in the long term, and sometimes can save yourself a lot of time and grief. Now let's hear from Dr. Kate Lund, our guest from episode 107. As a quick reminder, Kate spoke to us about how to build resilience. Join me in listening to what advice Kate has for our young listeners. And one question I always love to ask my guests is. If they had a chance to talk to a teenage version, I guess since you have fifteen-year-old boys, I'm going to ask fifteen-year-old Kate. If you had a <laughs> chance to talk to her back then, what kind of advice would you give her to say, "Hey, here are some examples that I've had or ex- life experience that I had, and if you could maybe start this habit or learn this skill set a little bit more, would help you in in school and career and way beyond all over life." What would that be? Yeah. So what I would say is, you know, don't listen so much to what other others are saying about what's possible for you. You know, really、it. hone in on, you know, what you know is possible for yourself, and move in that direction. Yes, it's kind of connecting back to confidence and everything you talked about. Right. Listen to your own voice, your gut feeling, and not. What everybody else is telling you, right? Precisely. Very, very key. I love this because it took me a long time to develop that. <laughs> so,、yes. very good advice. It's a process. Yes. Don't let others tell you what your limitations are, but only listen to what you know is possible for you. What a great message! I have read several biographies of successful people in life. What many of them have in common is that when they first come up with an idea that is so innovative and has never been done before, people will tell them, "It doesn't work. You're crazy. You should just give up." But those leaders have written history exactly because they didn't listen to others and followed their own voice instead. Many times in life, when you're different. Or you have new ideas that people have never heard before. Others tend to shut you down, precisely because it hasn't been done before, and they're not familiar with it. So people tend to kind of say no to things they don't understand. I give you an example. Apple founder Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak had a vision about a very different type of computer, and as you know, later on came the idea of listening. To music via iTunes instead of purchasing CDs in stores, and of course the very popular iPhone and iPad. All of these were so new, and people were really hesitant in the beginning stages. But being the visionaries that they are, 
they didn't listen to the limitations others set for them, but believed in their own ideas instead. Just imagine what we would be lacking nowadays if these leaders have listened to the naysayers out there. Next, we hear from our former guest Win Clayball from the episode one o nine. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, check it out. As Win teaches us about how being nice to others ultimately leads to increased happiness for ourselves. What advice do you think has Win in store for our young listeners? If you actually go back and talk to a teenage version of Win, what would you tell him? Like, because obviously all of us learn things over as we grow up, right, and get become more wiser. But if you had, a, I guess, an opportunity to talk to a younger version of you, what is the one advice you would give yourself to say, "Hey, if you start this practice earlier in your life, it would help you out so much more." Wow, it's a, it's a really good question, and my the answer is is going to be an answer that. Obviously, I have borrowed and emulated and stolen from from other people. But the advice that I would give to my younger teenage person, my teenage self, would be that it's going to get better. Because uh, to be very honest with you, I was probably uh, as close to being suicidal as possible without actually being suicidal. Mm-hmm. I was not suicidal, but I was very close to that. And again. I have struggled with happiness my entire life. Now I know exactly what it takes for me to be happy. I'm very loyal to doing those things. I have that practice and that routine to make sure that I'm happy, and I work on it every single day. And now I'm one of the happiest people that I know. But I still struggle with it, and I still have to work at it every single day. When I was a teenager, I thought this is it. It's mm-hmm. never going to get better. This is my lot in life. I was born this way. There's nothing I can do about it. Just like there's nothing I can do about changing my eye color from brown to 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 blue, right? That's what I was born with. There's nothing I can do about my own happiness. And so that would be the advice that you know what? It's going to get better. It's going to get better. Hang in there. It's going to get better. Oh, I love how you shared this advice with our listeners because I know. Growing up, going through teenage years, it's a tough time. You have to find yourself. There's all these expectations. You feel like you don't have authority to make decisions about yourself, and it's easy to give up. I I remember my time when I was really frustrated and wanting to give up at one point too. So thanks for sharing that because I think to give them hope that things will be better is such an important message, right? Hang in there. Things will change. And don't give up because you're still so young and have so much to live for. Now, you and I struggled with that. Again, I'm much older than you are, but you know, I didn't have social media then. I didn't even have social media as I was coming into adulthood. So I just can't imagine how much more difficult it is to add social media on top mm-hmm. of what is already a struggle with your body changing and trying to figure out yourself and. What's my career going to look like? What's school going to look like? Who should I hang around? Who should I avoid? There are bullies on campus. There are bullies online. You know, that's a lot to navigate. And again, they're navigating that with social media. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, I agree with you. I I don't know if that would have helped me either. It's going to get better. Great message. 
a lot of us adults have probably gone through a very similar experience in our teenage years. A fairly challenging time in everyone's life, where we might feel lost and alone, not knowing whether we're able to get through the day. I really love Wynne's message of hope that despite what you're going through right now, it is in your own hands to make a change. Wynne said earlier he still works on being happy every day. And as a result of this concise practice, he's definitely one of the most charismatic and exciting people to be around. So give yourself some time and make an effort if there's something that you don't like about your current life. It's gonna get better. Wow, our podcast guests definitely have the best advice, don't they? Now, among the nuggets of advice you heard about today, which one resonated with you the most? My challenge to you once again is choose one advice that you can relate to and focus on making that part of your life philosophy. Then move on to another one. But you're also definitely welcome to implement a few at a time if you can't decide. And once again, we wanted to thank you so much for spending time with us and continuing to support us. Until we talk again, have an amazing month. 